Lunch break. Whoa. We are back for another lunch date on the lunch break set. That means your second one. It's my second one. It's your first one. My first one. Yeah. So I'm kind of nervous. Nervous? Yeah. Why are you nervous? The hot Seems seat? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty hot actually. No. <laughs> We're just hanging out. You can spend one-on-one -on -one alone time yeah. with me. We have this shield between us, so time to eat and be safe as we do it. And today our plus one is Thai win and requested Vietnamese food. So I got some, I think pho. I got some banh mi and egg rolls. Chris, we haven't sat down for like a one-on-one -on -one meal in a while. You got dressed up. You're wearing like yeah. a collared shirt. Yeah. Are you the waiter of this date or are you? <laughs> I don't know, I was nervous. So I was like, I'll dress up. I've also, well, I haven't been on this set in a while. Right. And I've also not been in a lunch break episode in a while too. <laughs> I haven't been on a date in a while. <laughs> well, don't be nervous, Chris. We're just hanging out. Just Wong Fu co-workers. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we're also co-workers in another business. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't know this. Yeah. But actually Chris helps out a lot with Bofomofo. Bofomofo. Yeah. I, I do their website and try to make sure things run relatively smoothly for like the order ahead. How long have you been at Wong Fu now? I think we just crossed five years. Yeah. Five a years? A little over five years, yeah. Oh my god. What was your first impression of of you? Or sure, let's do me. Yeah, let's okay. do me. I thought you were you're like too cool for school. I felt like like Wes was definitely seemed a little more approachable. What? This is a while ago. I was just trying to keep it professional. Well, my first impression, I remember like the office at the time, we called you like our Wikipedia. That's like the running joke here, yeah. right? That Chris reads Wikipedia for fun. Actually, I do too. I think that's where you and I are very similar. Where if there's something that you wonder, you kind of I just, need to know. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I go on rabbit holes and then sometimes like, oh crap, two hours. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> what was the last like interesting thing that you... That I searched? Yeah. I was looking at like endowments. It was kind of random. Uh, school endowments. Preparing for voting? Yeah. What'd you learn? <laughs> Let's turn this into a, an info like <laughs> video about... Well, I mean, there's a lot I'm of totally time. kidding. No one... I don't <laughs> want to know. <laughs> I've been on Wong Fu for a very long time. Chris is, you know, relatively new in the timeline. In case people like are watching you for the first time, we remind them, you grew up in Florida. I grew up in Florida. There's definitely like a connotation with just Florida, not necessarily people from Florida, but- No, 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 it's people from Florida. <laughs> but like if people wanted to like move there or live there, there's like, a, there's a certain connotation where it's like, oh, Florida's kind of, kind of crazy. So when you see Florida on the news, are you sometimes like, ugh? Actually, yeah, sometimes I am. Like definitely like if you go to like central or northern Florida, that whole area is very, very remote and it's like a lot of dirt roads. So I'm from South Florida, so like Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Palm Beach, that are, area. Are there a lot of Asians there? Not a lot, like in terms of like your parents immigrated like to Florida, but there's definitely a lot of like international students. Why? Um, oh, because of schools. Some schools, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like business and finance. I feel like most of the Asians that I know exist in Florida because when we go to like visit the schools there. Yeah. But I don't really hear about, oh, there's an Asian community. Actually, there are. I mean, it's easy to find them because there's only like a handful. I would say like a lot of times somehow you're affiliated to say like a Buddhist temple or like cultural org and then everybody knows everyone. Oh. Did you grow up with a lot of Asian people? I would say in my neighborhood, not so much, but we did have a lot of family friends oh. that were, yeah. And a lot of times they, we met them through like the Chinese school or like temple. 
Oh, okay, okay. But like in your school though, not a lot of Asians? No, at least in my grade, I would had probably one, maybe two other East Asians. Then, then there were like two or three, you know, Desi. That's it? Yeah. All of high school, there were probably like five East Asians. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm always like kind of curious or when I, when I hear stories of, you know, Asian Americans that grew up. grew up in non Asian. It's so different from like how I grew up. And, and I, I didn't even grow up in a super Asian area. Mm -hmm. My high school was still maybe like 15, 20%. Mm -hmm. So I didn't feel that othered, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I definitely felt very othered. There were definitely a lot of, you know, microaggressions, definitely some level of bullying. I mean, looking back, I still think it's not really that much, but I, in terms of like what they said, but it did affect me on a psychological level. When That's I was, bullying. When, well, yeah. When, <laughs> <laughs> what did they say? Uh, classes, you know, Ching Chang Chong. Uh, don't know how to, you know, pronounce your last name. Uh, go back to China. Mm. But yeah, a lot of that was definitely tough because, like, for instance, if you had like a group of people that were all bullied, you guys could probably bond over the fact oh. that you guys are bullied. But there was like one other person. It's like it wasn't enough to really talk about. Mm. And I guess what also made it worse was a lot of times or teachers, they were like, oh, they're just poking fun. That's a problem when people overlook mm. some of these things. Do you remember people that did these things? Mm -hmm. And do you think that they were actually racist or actually trying to do you harm? Or did they just, yeah, maybe like the teachers think they're just kids, they don't know any better. I think a, a little bit of both. I mean, like, I'm not surprised like some of them became lawyers and some of them oh, became uh, CPAs and, and whatnot. Some of it, I feel like maybe their characters remain the same, but then it's kind of interesting because a lot of them now, based on like their social media presence, they're like very, you know, SJWs now. And I'm like, where did this come from? I mean, people change and, and I guess that's, that's a good thing. But I would say like, like back then, things that you say, you don't necessarily have to like, you know, push someone over. No one could push me over because I was the biggest kid, but things that people say and repetition, repetition can really lower your self-esteem. But they probably didn't think that they were causing harm. I think it was like low hang fruit. Oh yeah. Like yeah. we could do that and then it shuts you up. I definitely didn't like bully anyone, but I feel like I've been in groups or there were like certain kids that I think just generally like the school kind of like teased or whatever. And sometimes I think about like, oh man, like I hope that mm. you know, kid's okay. Cause as a kid, you're not thinking like, unless like an adult's teaching you like, this is wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're not perceiving the nuances. You're doing it at face value. Middle school for me was very tough. I was a very sad person in, in middle school. I was too, but maybe we were sad for different reasons. What were you sad about? I was sad because of these things like, A, I didn't like the fact that my heritage and my ethnicity. Oh, wow. It was like where I want to be white. I felt like maybe because I wasn't white or white Jewish, I wouldn't be able to be friends. And I think that a lot of those friendships were very surface level or mm -hmm. very... Well, I think middle school in general is a tough time because I feel like it's that transition from just being like kids mm -hmm. and everything's kind of fun and yeah. you know innocent to people actually start having like personalities and behaviors that are archetypes of like yeah. different groups of people. I definitely felt like I didn't fit into any group in middle mm -hmm. school either, but I never and I guess this is a, a luxury, but like I never attributed to m be me being Asian. I just attributed to just me being not cool. Oh. <laughs> so I don't, don't know if that's better or worse. At least if, you, if it's like Asian, you're like, oh, it's because of my race. I can do something about that by pushing it away yeah, yeah, yeah. or simulating. But like for me, it was just like, oh, I'm being mean. I'm just not cool. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was like Asian was the common denominator. It was like oh. Asian was not cool. But somehow I became cool when people realized that I was athletic in, in football. 
and then I started, you know, joining the football team. And then that kind of changed a lot of people's perspective mm. on me. So, th- so maybe, maybe it wasn't just... Maybe you were just not cool. Maybe it wasn't <laughs> not cool. But then I, I ended up being on student government in high school. And I went to the same school for like eight, nine years of my life. So it's not like I'm a new kid. Oh, you're on the one block. of those, those schools that kids yeah, yeah, prep schools, yeah. Mm. I think another factor is also just like people you like, like girls. Like, mm-hmm. perceive you, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why middle school and, like, high school is also a little tough for me, too, because I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, the girls that I like didn't always like me back or something. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, for people that grew up in these areas where they're the only Asian, yeah, it's attributed to their Asian-ness, Yeah, right? Asian-ness, yeah. But then when I've seen, you know, a girl that I like, but she likes someone else who is also Asian, then I know that's <laughs> I, it's not because of my, me being Asian. <laughs> it's just me being me. So that made me sad, too, you know? So Do you ever feel like you being Asian prevented you from being in a relationship? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What's her name? Drop the name. First no, 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 it's not, no, it's not like- You're thinking rela- of someone, first No, name. no, no, it's not like relationships. <laughs> like, it was just like, oh, I couldn't really get girls to like hang out. But what made you think that girls didn't like you because you were Asian? I think there's certain things that maybe I'm different. The school that I grew up, it's predominantly Jewish mm-hmm. and white Jewish. I think it was largely because I looked different I took a lot of effort to understand their culture. You had to go into their world. Yeah, like bar mitzvahs, you know, temples, <laughs> Jewish day schools, you know, those those things. Did the other Asian kids have to do the same thing? I think they probably did, but it was it was again like nothing nothing we really talked about. Mm. Wait, so the Asians, the five or so Asians that were there, you guys didn't have like your own little group? You guys okay, didn't group up? I th- okay, I did think that the other Asian kid was well, they were family friends, but I did think he was the cooler one because he skateboarded and he was really good at Halo. <laughs> Maybe I just wasn't cool. Or would you say high school kind of created more of like your sensibility or your perspective on things? Or do you think a lot of it was college? College. I would definitely say a lot of it was high school. I definitely came out of my shell in high mm-hmm. school, student government. For me, instead of a football, there was like this dance class that I was in that was my first kind of access point to the cool popular kids because mm. like all the cheerleaders and like even like the football players were like in that class yeah so high school definitely i think set the tone for who i would be in college, college. and then college that person was able to grow even more for, mm. but, but along the same trajectory mm. i would say because you can lean into those things that you were you found out oh already this is something i like yeah. this is something i'm comfortable at right or i'm good at right i joined a dance team in college and i was performing in a sense, mm. like in doing videos. And also like my Asian identity pride was already established mm. too. It's funny cause like when you're even mentioning like middle school and you're like, I saw like the white kids or the white Jewish kids as like the cool ones. I was comparing myself to the cool Asians. Mm. And like, I wanted to like have their hairstyle and have their clothes. And it was like that like mid nineties mm. AZN look. And I was like, man, I want to be like what is the What is the ACN look? Like the brands, like the baggy clothes, Nautica, Tommy Hilfiger, something oh, like that. Oh, okay. And then like the hair, like, you know, long bangs parted on the middle, all that stuff. And I was like, man, that's so cool. They like dyed their hair. That was my ideal of like what it meant to be cool. So it was always like Asian. Mm. Like, and I never felt like because I was Asian, I was like less. So. 
you know, even when I went to college, I was in, in clubs that were, you know, Asian-centered. And mm-hmm. I, was, I was exposed to other cultures, yeah. but like, I think I was just always very comfortable with my own skin. Mm. I feel like that's definitely brought us to where we are today. There's some things that are similar. I got myself into film and television in junior high. I was actually very good at it. How good can you be in middle school? How can you say I was pretty good at it? You're in middle school. Student Emmys? <laughs> you had a little bumper sticker? Yeah, yeah. You were basically making the equivalent of TikToks back then. I guess. I'm just kidding. You're very talented. Yes, you're the future Steven Spielberg. But yeah, I mean, I realized, oh, this is something I probably want to do in the future. I don't know how it pays or, or whatnot, but I did build a set of friends through television class. So maybe I became cool in that realm too. Television in our school was actually part of the arts students or the fine arts group. So Bro. like theater. Bro, no, no one has ever said that the art theater kids are the cool ones. I'm sorry. Our school, they were cool. Does anyone believe that? They were cool. <laughs> yeah, just because our school wasn't a big sports school. Okay, okay. I'll believe you. Yeah. I'll take that at face value. I'm, I wasn't there. <laughs> so then, yes, I go to college. I study film and television. But I also try and latch onto the cultural orgs. Mm. And so there is the Taiwanese Association, and then there is the Chinese Students Association. And I built a pretty decent-sized friend group yeah. in college. And then that kind of guided me to being more interested in like a lot of the Asian and American issues. And it, it brought me to, to Wang Fu. Yeah, you started watching Wang Fu and then you're like, oh, I'll keep an eye on that. I'll keep an eye on that. <laughs> and now we're here. Yeah. Now we're having a date. Well, I'm glad all those things happened, all the awkwardness, all the loneliness mm. happened to you because yeah. it, it led you to, to be this person that we have part of Wang Fu today. We're going to dive into some questions now uh, that we got from our Patreon page. Let's start off with Stephanie Chang asking, who would win in a COVID crazy hair competition, Chris or Phil? I think it's clear that Chris has won now because I gave in. You're still going. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm figuring it out. I've never had my hair be this long ever in my life, I think. You know what's what's crazy though is that because your hair is curly, it doesn't actually look as long as it probably is. Like if you pull your bangs out, how far does it go? Oh, that's not even that bad, man. This is pretty long. No, because like, look, even right now, I go down to like my nose right here. But then imagine that, but everywhere on my head. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend cut my hair, but that was back in April, oh, man, early okay. April. When I got my hair permed for the first time, I told him, you should Straight. get your hair straightened. Mm. I think that would look so cool. Peyton Lee asks, would you let your daughter date someone like Phil or Chris? I would not want my daughter dating a, the AV nerd in high school <laughs> that didn't know his identity. I'm just kidding. I, I, I would... Why are you even, why are you even stuttering? Yeah. What? <laughs> what are you considering right now? Like, at least even... I'm like thinking, is it like five years ago, Phil? Or five <laughs> years now? I, I, I think, yes. <laughs> what was five years ago, Phil? I think, yes. Um, I think, yes. He's very in touch with emotions. He's very in touch with feelings, as you guys can tell. And I think that that's very important. Like he has a high EQ, mm. I think. And I think high EQs can really help in a, in a relationship. I think it'll help navigate. And a lot of times guys tend to be a little more mentally less mature than, <laughs> than girls. So I think, I think it would be great. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That should have been the first thing to come out of your mouth. No. No, EQ is very important, yeah. y'all. I would say, uh, absolutely, if, if my daughter were dating a guy like Chris, I would feel very happy. He's non-threatening. <laughs> I think you also, you who very well. Oh, uh, like, So I'm like, good at taking care of people? Like, or like seeing people's needs? 
Yes. And like, you don't complain a lot when you need to do it, you know? But I would just say like, what I observe at Wang Fu, you're very accommodating to people, so. And very respectful. He's very shao sun to parents. Mm. Res yeah, respectful. Mm. And his Mandarin's very good too, so I would want him to be able to be bilingual. <laughs> And order for us at the restaurant. Order for us, yeah. yeah. Thanks everyone for joining us on this lunch date. It was also great to hear a little bit more about your background and your upbringing. And there, I mean, there were certain things that we overlapped, even though we're very different people. Thanks, Tywin, for being our plus one. And if any of you guys want to be plus one, where you guys can, you know, tell us what to eat, contribute to our questions on lunch break, be sure to join our Patreon. We do have our core collection on wongfustore.com, so be sure to check that out. See you next Thursday. See you guys.